The following podcast is a production of Hardly Awesome Studios in association with the network. Find us at BICBP-radio.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Out of the Shadows. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Chavez, joined as always by Mr. Jim Clark. What's going on, everybody? How you doing? We're back. Yes. In a different setting. Yes. That's going to be our gimmick. Every episode is going to have a different location where we... That could be fun. Because <laughs> we could do the other side. For a while. We could do the other side well, soon. now you're telling them all our goddamn secrets, <laughs> We'll do one camping. Uh, that would actually woods. be really cool. That's Heck actually yeah, not a bad idea. We'll so, have to have a guest on that one. That would be cool. Anthony. We could do it. Scare the shit out of him. Oh, dude. Oh, man. That Let's could be talk. fun. So the reason we're doing this is because typically we'll be recording at our studio space. Um, mm-hmm. It's being used at the moment. So we had to just kind of impromptu set up in at my house. So yes. Anyway, we're back for another week. You want to get right into the movie? Um, you got stuff to talk about. You want to talk, you have news? No, I got some news. We have some news to talk about. Here comes the news. So, um, I guess th- we're recording on a Tuesday. So, I guess we're getting a new uh, Halloween uh, teaser trailer tomorrow, huh? That'll be interesting. Yeah, it's going to be I know you don't care. No, I, I care. I care. I care. I just, um, I've been disappointed. So, they better pull their asses together here and pull something good out. Because, Why were you disappointed? Um, I don't know, dude. I just didn't feel the last one. We've had the discussion. Go back and listen to no, it. No, I know. I know. I, I get just, it. I just wasn't into the last one. It just, there was a lot that uh, just didn't do it for me. So, gotcha. Yeah. Well, you know, it's not for everyone. No. Uh, not everyone has good taste in movies. So, very true. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But yeah, that'll be interesting to see what it looks like. I can't see them showing us too much. But here's the thing the thing about teaser trailers anymore is that they're no longer teasers. You no, literally get like a five minute trailer and they call it a teaser. Longer, you get a longer clip and a longer uh, 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 piece of this movie than you did. Back in the day during trailers. True. Showed you anything. Bro, I remember... Do you know what? I remember seeing the teaser trailer for Twister when it was first coming out. Yeah, and I was... I I don't remember what movie I was seeing, but I remember it was like a black screen, and then you heard the sounds of of like the the tornado. And then it would show quick flashes, and it was like you could see like the bridge when it's moving like this, and the wood's coming up Mm. and pulling the fucking nails out of the thing. And, you know, it showed like the the wind getting crazy. There was the one scene where they're at the drive-in, and -hmm. you see like the the, the lights up from the lightning, and you see the twister there. And then it was just like... It blew the the title in, the twister in, and I was like, holy crap, this looks awesome. Now that is a trailer. And that's a teaser. That's how you do a teaser. Yes. But nowadays... Yeah, they give the whole fucking movie away in the teaser trailer, and it's like, why am I going to spend the money to go to the movie and see it? Let's put a wager down on how long you think this trailer will be. Will it be under a minute, over a minute, under two minutes? Or, yeah. Where are you at between the one and three minute segment. Ooh, I'm going to say it's going to be 2 minutes and 45 seconds. Ooh. I don't know if they'll do that much. I'm looking at 157. Really? Okay. Yeah. What does the winner get? 
Um, I don't know. We'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else in the news? Uh, oh yeah, dude. There's news. Sorry. All kinds got of notes, news. dude. That's what happens when you uh, when you got to remember things and have a shit memory, man. <laughs> like the password to my phone right now. <laughs> oh Jesus. <laughs> um, so this isn't really news, but I wanted to just touch on this. Um, so you've seen Temple of Doom, right? Yeah. It's considered a horror movie. No. Showtime has it classified as a horror movie. It's because Showtime doesn't know what they're talking about. Obviously. I saw that and I said, that's not right. It's nope. adventure. So I wrote an angry angry letter to Showtime. That would have been amazing. That'd be amazing if you did. Um, Munster's News. Yep. It's heading to Netflix. Saw that. The Battle of the Adams Family and the Munsters once again. I, um, I'm putting it that way. I don't know if that's a good sign, though. Why? Because as far as I know, this was supposed to be a universal released film in theaters, and now they just sold it to Netflix. Mm, you think the response to the little teaser trailer was like, ooh, this is not going to give us an, any money, so let's let Netflix have it. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I'm holding my breath. I'm holding my breath, man, because I really want it to be good because it's a Rob Zombie film. It's the monsters, but uh, things don't keep pointing in the right direction here. True. You know? True, true. But I guess uh, I guess time will tell, dude. I guess it's what's coming what, September? It's getting released. So weird. I would expect it to come around Halloween. You would think. Because that's his deal, right? Well, look at when they released Hocus Pocus, they released that in the summertime. So you know. Obviously this movie, what you cause what they're doing is a prequel, right? And I think mm. what you're gonna see is like a real quick thing at the beginning of the film. I don't know if it's even gonna be a, a, an entire first act, but you'll see a thing where they're both in Transylvania, where they meet, they romance, mm. they do that mm. whole thing, and then they come to America. Yep. And that's where the 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 shift in that neon color is gonna change. Oh, it's gonna become color there. You think? No, or- no, no, no. It'll be color because the, what you see in in Transylvania is with all those like purples and green lighting, oh, all that okay, stuff. Okay, so yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah. gonna change, and you're gonna see more of the lighting of like when he was knocking on the door, and that witch is like ah, and she passes ah, out. Okay. It's a little bit more. It's still bright, right? Because it's a kids' movie. Yeah. Uh, but it's not. It's not like all the like that kind of dark with the light contrasting. You know yes. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think we're gonna see that. Okay. But I also bet. Bet, 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 bet that it takes place on Halloween when they're in America because that, that's why she's dressed up like a witch. Yeah, probably. Awesome. Probably. He cannot make a movie that doesn't take place on Halloween. I mean... Has he? Has he yet? I, Every single one know. of them have taken place on Halloween, I feel like. Or somehow revolved around Halloween. Something. Well, maybe not like Three from Hell didn't. Yeah, but that's still... Uh... That's that that scene out now. Now we're talking horror movie theory here because uh, a thousand corpses, devil's rejects, and three from hell. Um, if you're talking about take place at Halloween time, you have to count all those as one package deal because the first one did because well, because well, not well, just because the first it, right? one did because they're the same thing, they're in a, the same continuity and the same timeline, so you have to include them as one package. You don't tell me what I have to include in the package, I'm just saying. <laughs> um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that goes out, though. But yeah, I don't think it's a bad thing for it to go to a streaming service. No, Not we'll nowadays, see. dude. Yeah, you know what? You know what I mean. You you see. But see, here's the thing, though. I feel like if they were going to do that to a streaming service, they would have had this planned and done, and like things done already about. Not that. always. You know, maybe that was already part of the deal, and it wasn't just an, it wasn't announced till all the things were finalized. I don't think You're it's a last Hollywood minute deal, 2022, dude. Twenty two, you don't think things get leaked? People to find. Yeah, I still don't think it was that. Qu- it's also Hollywood, so it's not. You can't make that deal that fast. 
there's a lot of legality, a lot of things fall into place no, here. Yeah, no, that's true. So, yeah, I think that's kind of cool. And then that's cool for me, dude, because then I don't have to go to the theater. I'll just put it on here. And yeah, if I didn't like but, it, it's no uh, big deal. Dude, you have to go to that's where movies are meant to be seen. No, that's a, that's a whole different episode. Uh, that's an episode that we'll have in the future. Okay, we're going to have a debate okay. episode where we're going to bring up these kinds of questions, and then you have to take one side, I'll take one, and we'll debate it, whether we agree with it or not. Oh, yeah, no. dude, come on. I don't like to have to debate something that I don't agree with. It's fun, like... though. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, what else you got? Um, Mr. Arl Stein. Yeah, more Fear Street coming. Back. Well, not just Fear Street, more Goosebumps movies. Oh, interesting. Because they were looking at doing a series, um, and that just hasn't come to fruition yet. But now, I guess, Arl Stein says uh, Sony is looking at movies for Goosebumps, too. Hmm. I never saw the second one. You don't want to overdo it because after a while, it becomes a parody of itself. Depending on how you do it. Well, obviously, that's what I'm saying. You don't want to overdo it. You don't want to continue doing what they've already done. If you do it where... Are you going to say say your phrase? Say your phrase. Same thing, but different. No. (laughs) Same thing, but different. (laughs) I'm just going to have the words pop up. (laughs) Uh, That's my catchphrase, I guess. Um, But each one of those stories you can make into its own fucking movie, dude. Yeah, 100%. 150 movies there. That'll last you, what, 200 years? You know? Easy. I don't know about that, but... No, they'd get old real quick. But (laughs) no, you have a whole fucking source of movies, or you do kind of like what they did with the Fear Street movies. Yeah. Mix a couple of them in together, whatever. But anyway, yes, Fear Street 2. Yesterday I saw that it was rumored that Netflix was kicking around the idea for some more Fear Street movies. But today, yeah. Bloody Disgusting confirmed it. More Fear Street movies coming our way. Do we want them? I want the first batch. The first batch. That'll tell me if I want any more after that. It's like the Gremlins. Yeah. <laughs> All right, dude, let's move on. Anyway. Uh, I've never seen these movies, but apparently there's a, an Insidious 5 coming down the pipeline. <sighs> Again. I know. I've never seen them. It's another one of those series where they're beating a goddamn dead horse. Um, again, I've never seen them, so I really can't say, but it was James Wan, right? The first one? Yep. James Wan. That's what I thought. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we need another one of those, but um, somebody needs money someplace. I like so. the first one. I don't know if I remember. I don't remember if I liked the second one or not. I never okay. saw the third or the fourth. Yeah, I've never seen it. So, so we'll see what Netflix, happens. Right? I think. Uh, I, either that or you could. I'm sure you can get them on, on Shudder. Anyway, yeah, that's the news. That concludes today's news segment. And that concludes the news. Now, let's get to what we're talking about today, Chris. Oh, yes. I'm excited to talk about this. Okay. Because when I saw it, you know I get excited to talk about films. If, yes. for me, they're really kind of fucking horrible and I just want to be like, all right, dude. I can't wait to talk about this. Or they were really good, and I'm like, man, I can't wait to talk about this, right? There's also the third category. Okay. Where I'm pleasantly surprised at how much I liked it, and I can't wait to talk about it. Okay. So, which one do you think this is? I'm going to say the later. You'll have to wait to find out, because the people are wanting to know what we watched. Yes. We checked out Silver Bullet. It began in May. And every month after that, whenever the moon was full, it happened again. (laughs) 
and again. Nobody knew who or what was responsible. They only knew it had to be stopped. Now, from the master of mystery and suspense, Stephen King's Silver Bullet. Another Stephen King story brought to the big screen. Fucking Stephen King, yes. Thank God, man. Um, that said, we step out of the theater. Okay. What would you think? Um, I enjoyed it. Yeah? I had some things that were wrong with it, but for the most part, I enjoyed this. I think, I think a large part of it is because he wrote the script, so it's that core Stephen King, small town, kids in danger... Um, there was a lot of moments in this movie that felt like it. Um, I didn't know he wrote the script. That makes a whole lot of sense. Yeah. A whole lot of sense. Yes, it does. Um, and when I say that makes a whole lot of sense is because when the movie starts and it's the narration, mm-hmm. oh, with uh, just the Jane. way she talks, like her, her, the way she speaks mm. is totally Stephen King writing. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And there was a lot of euphemisms in this book, uh, in this book, in this movie. Yeah, right, um, book. It felt like it, again, because it was his yeah, writing. Yeah, no, and I think that's why I enjoyed it so much, because it actually felt like a Stephen King book put on screen. Like, again, there's a lot that I had wrong with it, and as we were, as we were finishing it up downstairs before we came up here, I was watching it, and I'm like, damn, because you commented on all the actors that were in this movie. I said, damn, this movie had a lot of potential um, to be a lot better than it was. Yeah. You know? Um, but yeah, so that's, that's my initial thoughts coming out of the theater. I'd never seen it before. Yeah, me neither. I thought I had, right? Like I was thinking about it. I was like, did I see this like at some point in the past? I, and I'm like, I don't think so. I really don't think I've seen it. Okay. Um, because I don't remember any of this at all. Mm, okay. Uh, I love Stephen King. Mm-hmm. I love his writing. That's why I knew, like I, when I said immediately when I heard the narration, you could hear it was almost like he was it was a female him with a female voice almost yeah you know what i mean it really yeah. was and just the, like was. the way the way she narrated it right so that in- immediately made me feel like oh i think i'm going to like this cuz this feels like i'm Good. actually kind of going into a Stephen King world. Now, yes. I've seen Stephen King movies and it's very rare where the director or the screenwriters can capture what makes a Stephen King story a Stephen King story. Yes. And this, obviously, because he wrote it, was, I mean, I was in it. I'm in mm-hmm. Stephen King's actual world on screen. Yes. The way he intends it to be. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And again, knowing that he wrote the screenplay. Yeah. Um, and it had a lot of input yep. through that. Um, makes a lot of sense. Uh, as the movie progresses and I see mm-hmm. the story unfold... I see the characters, uh, even the actors and actresses. Um, I enjoy it even more. I'm like, okay, yeah. I'm really getting, I'm, I'm, this is cool. Like, how come I'd never really watched this movie before, right? Mm-hmm. 
maybe because I'm not into werewolves as much either. So it's not like I when I see werewolf Seek movies, I'm like, yeah. yeah, let me just pass. I don't feel like watching. Oh, it's I know it's Stephen King, but, ugh, but they don't Stephen really King. people usually fuck up that his movies, too. and I don't want to watch somebody fuck up his movie because, like I said, I didn't know that he he wrote this. Uh, I knew he wrote the story, but not the yeah. screenplay. Then I'm noticing other things. Like. I'm noticing the sound, the the score. Mm-hmm. as this movie plays and where it's being used in certain points and how it's used. I'm noticing how the movie's filmed in terms of there are very there are these classic almost like I was a teenage werewolf 1950s that mm-hmm. those kinds of horror movies jump scares or even like the when there's that moment where you see just the hand creeping along the side of the house you know things like that yeah. where yeah. We're building i that see suspense but it's like not too scary and that's you know? stephen king because he was yes. the kid that grew up during that time and his mm-hmm. kids like in his books his kids there's always someone who loves that who wants to go to the the movie house to watch the horror movies or is into the yes. horror films right so I see, I start noticing a lot of that. I start noticing a lot of framing. I started noticing a lot of the cinematography in this, uh, the way it looked, right? I was just like, this is like, really? How come I've never seen this before? Yeah. And all the way up to the end here where we watched everything go down, I, fe- I ended up feeling like I have to own that. Really? Okay. I have to own that. Interesting. I okay. loved it. I really, really did. Good. I'm glad. So let's talk about okay. it. Okay. It's a simple story, right? Very simple, dude. Yes. Werewolf terrorizes a town. Yep. Um, the kids are the ones that come across what you know what what's truly doing this thing. Adults mm-hmm. don't believe them at first, but then there is the one adult that does, and they try to save the day. Yep. The thing that makes this different is this film is called Silver Bullet. And in, immediately when you know it's a werewolf film, you're thinking of the silver bullet. Yes. But there's a, another reason that this is called Silver, silver Bullet. Yes. Very interesting. The uh, main uh, character piece. is paralyzed mm-hmm. from the waist down. and He's in a motorized yeah. wheelchair. It's, it's all, but it's, it's got like handles, handlebars and stuff, almost like a motorcycle. Or, or like a dirt bike, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like a little which, 50cc dirt bike or something. Which we find out later that his uncle basically helped him get because his uncle's very handy with cars and knows mm-hmm. mechanical things and basically built him that. And then we see the, the upgrade later. But, but so that's the, the big difference. is named Silver so, Bullet. Yes. yes. And that's the big difference is that there's we have our, our one of our main characters is paralyzed right out yeah. uh, right off the start, yeah. right? Yep. Um, other than that, it's it's Stephen King's story. You have the small town people, the different mm-hmm. characters in the town, um, and we see the drama unfold, right? Yes. And it starts out with the main character. Not, isn't him, actually. <laughs> I misspoke. He's not the main character, that kid. The mm. main character is the, his sister. She's the one narrating the story. Now, he's the main character of her story, but she's the true main character of the book, the overall, of this yes, Silver Bullet, story. right? So she starts by, and she's an older woman. You can hear it in her voice. She's probably in her her 40s, 30s or 40s. And um, she talks about the time when this thing happened in her town. Mm -hmm. um, And this is my town kind of thing. And I loved it. I loved how they showed the town. And she said, this is it. And it's just that all-American, like, 4th of July thing where everybody's bringing their own home-cooked things to the, like, dishes and pies Mm -hmm. and for the pie contest and Dude, it's just such a cool feeling to just get right into at the beginning, right? And she talks about how um, when the murders started, people didn't realize it was murders until much later. Yeah. And we see 
it's nighttime now, right, at this town. Yep. And we're out on the train tracks. What do you call this dude that's on the train tracks in that little cart? It's like a little cart. It's not even a train, like a train cart. It's like, it's like a trolley or something. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck. So he's it. he's out there to help clear tracks, right? So yep. if there's dirt on the tracks, if there's because there's a train that's going to be coming through at some point, and he's got to make sure it's cleared. So he's going through. It's nighttime, and he sees ahead that there's a clump of like this big old clump of dirt in the middle of the track. So he's got to go clear it out. Mm-hmm. And he does so. And as he does so, he hears some rustling and some noise in the dark, and. He looks up, and all of a sudden, he sees this beast. We just get a really quick glimpse and this quick swipe of a claw. Yep. Clawed hand across his head. Strong enough to knock his fucking head off. Clear off, dude. <laughs> what the fuck? With no resistance. What's your thoughts immediately when that happens? Um, I'm like, okay, it's a Stephen King movie. It's, it's yeah. 85. I can live with it. Okay, just keep going. I'm thinking, I love this. This is, all, <laughs> this is already going to be cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. They didn't know it was... again, like I said, there was a lot... We'll get into it, but there was a lot that I th- I think could have done better, in my opinion. But, um, yeah, and this is one of them. I don't know. Your head doesn't come off like that. It I can if it's it, a werewolf. I suppose. I suppose. If it's a werewolf, You're bro. in Tarker's Mill, I suppose. It's a werewolf. He's got some razor-sharp claws. That's some pretty damn sharp claws, dude. You ever see a Ginsu knife, bro? Um, I've seen a Ginsu knife go through a penny. Have you ever seen a Ginsu knife attached to a wolf's paw? No, neither have I. So I don't think it works like that. But anyway. Um, so, yeah. but so And then she explains that at first nobody really thought that it was anything out of the – I mean the guy died, right? But it wasn't like well, that no, it was a monster they thought it was an accident. Yeah, or even right. a murder. They thought it was an accident. He passed out on the tracks because he was a drunk. Right, and the train came through and ended up hitting him. Running his head off, yep. Um, I did find one problem with that. Okay. How did that train not hit the trolley car he left behind on the tracks as he went ahead to to clear the... It's a good point. Yeah, right? I was like, hey, what happened to that trolley car? Unless... But it's okay. I turned a blind eye. I'm loving this world so far. Unless it was um, the werewolf moved it. It's the only thing I could think of. Maybe. But I can't... I don't know. Maybe? Well, yeah. Who who knows, right? Yeah. Anyway. So that happens. Yes. Um, And she again, she's like, you know, it happens. So now we are, it's, it's, it's still part of the, the 4th of July festivities. So the next day, there's this big thing happening in the town, like mm-hmm. the town center or whatever, and there's, everybody's out there. And this is where we're introduced to the daughter who's telling the story. And she says, I was out here for this, yep. you know, and my brother was always my bane, basically, right? He was always a pain in my ass. He was a booger. Booger. Again, these fucking <laughs> Stephen King, dude. Stephen King. Stephen King. The parents are like, do you know where your brother is? And, and you know, the mom is. Would well, you know mm-hmm. where your brother is? And she's like, uh, oh, no, wait. Did she say she wanted to go do something? And she's like, go check on your brother. Something like that. Anyway, it's basically setting it up that, like, they're kind of putting his disability on her. Well, the mom does. The mom is always like, you should help take care of your brother. And then if you don't, you're a bitch. And I'm going to beat your ass. Yeah, they're basically taking his disability and forcing it upon their daughter. And, too, the, yeah. and the dad's like... Pumpkin, just do whatever your mom says. Don't sweat the small stuff. Come on, pumpkin. He's uh, one of those dads that doesn't get involved unless he has to. Because there's a couple moments in the movie where he gets stern and speaks up. But. Yeah. So we cut to the brother, Corey Haim, in this wheelchair, moped, mm-hmm. motorcycle, quadricycle. And he's talking to his buddy, who is there too. His name's Grady. Mm-hmm. And he's found the snake. And so he's Grady's oh, showing Brady. him the snake. Brady. Brady? Brady. Brady's, he's like, she's showing him the snake. And, and uh, Corey Haim's like... Oh, that's pretty cool. And he's like, hey, I have an idea. And he's like, yeah, what's that? And, scare your and sister. Yeah, Brady looks across the field, and there's his sister talking to some, uh, you know, 
Corey's Boys. sister. What's his name in, in, on the sh- on the movie? It's not Corey Haim. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's Marty. <laughs> Marty. That's right. Marty. Uh, <laughs> Marty. So Marty's like, uh, okay, sure. And so the sister's coming over. Mm-hmm. And Brady's hanging like from the tree, like like hanging from the limbs, and he's holding the snake down in her face. And she gets startled; she falls back into some mud, and she's upset. She's pissed off at her yep. brother. She's like, "All you ever do is you're a pain in my ass. I don't, I can't stand you. You're so mean." And he's like, "I'm sorry." And then she I goes, didn't "Mean it?" Yeah. He's he's like, "I'm sorry." And she's like, "Whatever. You you're an idiot." And she goes to get up. And she turns around, and he throws. Well, as she gets up, Brady throws the snake at her. She then she goes. Then she falls over in the in the water now, and she's really all wet. And he's like, "Oh, hey, did you did you wet your pants?" (laughs) (laughs) And uh, and Marty's like, "Um, "Shut up, Brady! You're a psycho!" Shut up, Brady! (laughs) (laughs) And she jumps up, and she's like, "I hate you! You're a booger!" And she runs (laughs) off. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. While she's and and uh, while she's out there. She's she's in the woods for a little bit, and she decides I'm gonna take my pantyhose off right here. And as she's doing that, she notices, you know, a, a few yards out in the clearing, uh, at a bench, this couple from the town come over, and the woman's crying, and the dude's like, "It ain't my baby. You can't, you cannot, you can't convince me of anything otherwise." He says something like, "It sure is your bun, but it, it sure is your oven, but it ain't my bun." <laughs> He goes, deal with it yourself. You know, when I saw this, I was like, damn, this movie's going to be really relevant. Because <laughs> um, I thought this was going to, when this scene happened, I thought this was going to go a completely different angle. I thought this was going to be like, she's going to be have her coming of age story into womanhood and about womanhood and all that, and but never even went there. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I thought it was going a completely different way, dude. Yeah, no. This was straightforward. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was going to be like woke for the 80s, but there's, like, I there's guess no, not. There's not that. Yeah. Uh, so she's watching this woman crying on the bench, right? She's just like, oh, that sucks. Cut to her and her family. They're all leaving in the station mm-hmm. wagon, right? Yep. And they're going home. And um, the mom's and mom's like, uh, he told you he was sorry already. You don't need to be such a bitch. And what's her name? Martha? What Wait, is the sister? Yeah. Alice? Wanda? Um, uh, uh, Cheryl? Jane. Jane's Jane. like... Jane's like, why do you guys always have to, you know, defend him because he's a he's handicapped, and she's just like, you say that again, I'm gonna slap you in your fucking face. Yeah, man, the mom was ruthless, dude, right? And the the dad's like, pumpkin, and just chill out, all right? <laughs> Told so, you he doesn't jump in unless he has to. They get home, right? And uh, they're get, they're getting out of the car, and the mother's like, you should help your brother. And so then the, the then Jane's like, oh, God, God damn it, fine. She goes down and she opens the door and she brings the wheelchair down for Marty. And he's just like, I'm really sorry. I swear I'm sorry. And she's like, whatever, you're a piece of shit. And then she says something about it. Why'd she bring up the uncle then? Because you're, you're, oh, she goes, well, did you hear? Oh, that's what it is. Oh, did yeah. you hear Uncle So-and-So's getting divorced, getting divorced again? For the third time? He's like. And you know he's a drunk. He's No, he's not drunk. Yeah, that's your favorite uncle. She leaves him there. And then he's trying to roll himself up. I thought up. he was going to roll over backwards, dude. <laughs> I'm watching that. Like, you know, and Corey, he, he didn't spend enough time on that thing yet during this scene because he was putting too much weight toward the back oh, while he was yeah, doing that. Dude. I was like, this, you could see so, his fucking wheelchair two times almost tipped yeah, back. And he's he like, oh, shit. Um, <laughs> however, I just want to say, disclaimer, this was the 80s. Yeah. This was before PC culture. So it is not a actual handicapped person playing this role. Yeah. For those who don't know, Corey Haim doesn't actually use a wheelchair. In he didn't. Real life. He, he does not. Past tense. Did not. Past tense. R.I.P. Corey Haim. 
Um, that should be a song, bro. Did you ever see License to Drive? No. That was the one of the movies that skyrocketed him. Yeah. Oh, it's a, License it's to a Drive. I think I've heard of awesome it. Awesome 80s movie with Corey Feldman, too. Yeah, it's the, like with a poster where they're in the car looking backwards with like their sunglasses or something like that. Probably. I think so. I think I know what you're talking about. Um, the one I remember is where they're, they're in the car and kind of looking out, and there's this girl walking across the front. Like you can just see the legs or something like that. <laughs> That's the one I remember. Anyway, um, yeah, back to this movie. What's her name's in bed sleeping? Who's in bed sleeping? The sister. He's going to come in and give her money because he felt bad. Oh. Yeah, so he comes in and he gives her money and he's, she's like, what's this for? He's like, for your pantyhose. She was, I can get a pair of legs for $1.49. <laughs> so she does, which is fucked up for her to say to him. <laughs> that's a fucked up thing for her to say to him, but that's her last dig, right? Like, thanks for the money and thanks for paying for it, but you're still an asshole. This is what I'm going to say. Yeah, basically. So, <laughs> um, that's that's, funny. Then we cut to this woman who had been crying on the bench earlier mm-hmm. and she's pouring out a bottle of pills onto this plate. It's like a candy dish. Yeah. And she's got the picture of this dude that she's pregnant from and she's drinking and she's taking pills and then she looks at the the picture and she goes, suicidal send you straight to hell. <laughs> Even more when I'm pregnant. But I don't care. I don't care, you piece of shit. And as she starts to try to try to kill herself basically we see this thing coming in from outside and here we go right now we got that 50s kind of mm-hmm. where you could see something's climbing up her trellis yep. pov shot coming through the window smashing through the window attacks her yep. and fucking kills her oh and the way it's shot like i don't know dude there's something about the way it, this scene is shot with the mother downstairs hearing the noise getting up being scared going to get the gun going up the stairs the way the camera follows her and the camera angles there it just is really well done dude I agree. That's one of the things I want to, I was going to say. I was going to say that so when it comes to showing the creature and things like that, they did it very good here. Mm-hmm. And it is, this is not the greatest looking creature in many scenes here and there, you know, so I'm going to say that too right away. There's some things that are yeah, that are I lacking, but it's okay past that. because it fits what's going on here. Mm-hmm. But the way it was shot, those things, you're right, man. The cuts, the the close-ups the the quick flashes of something man yep. every every piece of it was good downstairs this lady's mother i'm assuming or grandmother assuming um, is all like what the hell's all that banging upstairs and she grabs a gun and runs upstairs she's already pregnant bitch what are you doing up there runs upstairs and walks in and and sees her dead daughter splayed across the bed, bed. No, nothing oh. else to be seen what a oh how heartbreaking yeah yeah bro now we go to the town center uh, the the no, little we're bar. The bar. We're at the bar. This is our the, first introduction to everybody at the bar. The town people, a lot of the men yes. of the bar, of the town. Um, you're in a small town like that. It's the 80s after you get off from work. That's what you did. You went to the bar and drank until yeah. fucking 9 o'clock, and then you went home. And one of those people was a kind of a little bit overweight uh, deputy, mm, right? Yes. Sheriff's deputy. Yes. And uh, he's there having a good time, but not really. I mean, people are talking about what's going on. Like, this, there's been murders and what's going on with this. And one of the guys in town says, you know, uh, you guys need to, he's, he's basically calling out the cops. Like, you guys aren't doing anything. You need to get off your fat ass and do something and not just yep. sit around. Yep. And this cop's like, you better, you better watch your mouth. <laughs> he's like, yeah, make me. And then it gets kind of cooled off. They're like, come on, guys, let's, let's split it up. Let's, we, got, we got more important things to do here. There's a lot of shit going down in this town. Yeah. Andy, his name <clears throat> is. Andy. The cop? No, the other guy. Oh, yeah. Douche. Um, the douche. The douche. Um, now, where do we go from here? Sorry, from there, uh, there we go to the next day, um, and he's leaving school. Marty's leaving school. 
Um, and he takes his little girlfriend home. That's right. Mm-hmm. This little girl either walking past down the, the house where uh, the pregnant woman was just murdered the night before. And the girl knew her, right? She said something about how she knew her or whatever well, it was. She was scared to go by the house by herself. And thank you, Marty, for taking me home. He's like, of course. Like, Marty, if you don't kiss this girl, you're stupid, boy. He was hoping to get something else. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, his legs don't work. I uh, hope everything else does. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so then, yeah. So um, while they're out there talking, um, she she's like, uh, he goes, oh, no, you hear the dad. The girl's dad's like, hey, little girl, come back home real quick. He's all yelling at her. Get over here. Yeah, dude. And the line that he says, man. What's he say? I can't remember. He says, goddamn cripples oh, always yeah. end up on welfare. And I'm like, yeah. says the guy on welfare. <laughs> So uh, she leans over and kisses him, and she leaves. Oh, before she, before that, though, she says something about, like, she's been hearing weird noises in her shed oh, at her yeah. house. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And it he's like... Very, it looked very much like E.T., dude. It yeah. me a lot of E.T. And, uh, and then Dad's like, come on, get your ass in here. So she kisses Marty, and uh, she runs in the house. And Marty just kind of stares off into the distance for a little bit, mm-hmm. and then takes off, heads back. he's staring at the shed. Yeah, heads back. Yep. Uh, is it nighttime now at the shed? No, he goes, uh, his Uncle Red's at the house. It's nighttime and Uncle Red's there. We finally meet Uncle Red, the drunk uncle, getting his third divorce. Uh, and they're playing, what, poker, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, uh, um, Marty's mom tries to put him to bed. Mm-hmm. And his, uh, his Uncle Red, who's been drinking. Um, Straight out like, the bottle, dude. Let him finish the game, woman. Which, here's the thing, dude. <laughs> Gary Busey, come on, you can act better than that. You didn't look drunk at all. And if you're just drinking out the bottle like that, you should have been kind of like Without swaying a drink? little bit. Yeah, dude. A little bit of slurring, something. Something. Show me you're drunk. Yeah. Come on. Put some put some effort into it, Gary. Uh, he's never been drunk before. Well, but she's all, Christian. she's all pissed off at him. She's like, don't you drink around my son. I'm tired of this shit. Yeah. And he's like, fine, woman. God damn it. Get off my back. You always like on my back ever since you were we were little because they're brother and sister. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Marty's going to leave. Now we cut to the shack. Yeah, because Marty goes to bed. And then we cut back to the shack. And the shack. And the little girlfriend's dad yeah. goes to investigate a noise yep. that coming from the shack. He yep. takes his gun with him off the wall. Yep. Uh, gets out there, starts going through the greenhouse. It looks like a greenhouse. And meets his demise. Yeah. Werewolf shows up and kills him. Pulls Comes him into the, the ground. Floor, right? Right. Yep. And it looks like part of the part of the wood planking fucking gutted him as he Oh, was yeah. He in. fell on it. Yeah. So that's how he starts too. dying, right? Yeah. He, gets, he pulls him into the ground. Now we have more dead people on their hands, and people are freaking out. They, the town sets a curfew. Everybody's yep. got to be in. Scream style. Yep. People are starting Halloween to go style. home, looking over their shoulder as they're going home. Yep. Um, oh, those were cool scenes too. How everybody's mm-hmm. not trusting each other now, and they're all looking. And that lady's trying to get in her house. The, yeah, the lock dude. wouldn't unlock. I'm like, come on, <laughs> She's dude, like watching come on, over come on. her shoulder and shit. Um, and then uh, Jane and Marty are at the park with their friend Brady. With his friend Brady. Yep. Um, and they leave Brady there at the park because they got to go home. Um, well, hold on a second. She went to go get him at the park, right? Because he was up and wasn't he up in the tree trying to get oh, down get a kite? His kite and she Let me ask up. you something. Yeah, yeah. Why is he up there and Brady's on the ground? fucking little dick he deserved no. what he got son no maybe um also how do you get up there bro maybe marty <laughs> i don't know um maybe murder maybe marty is a very strong-willed individual and doesn't like the help like that nah 
No, you don't think so? It should have been the other way around, but I get I'm sorry, it. Brady. I'm they sorry. I'm trying. Him. They should have left him in the tree, right? I mean, I know it's Stephen King, so he wrote the story, but like he should have been in the tree, and then Marty was down here saying, blah, blah, and then Sister comes like, we need to go, and then they go and but leave no. him. Then he comes down from the tree. No, but he was out there playing with his kite while Marty climbing the fucking yep. tree. Fucking Brady. Yep. Tom, um, damn back, it. Back to the bar. Because now yes. people are arguing and they're getting that, and dudes like you, police really need to do your fucking yeah, job. Yeah, Andy starts really going in on the heavy set cop. And the, the dude's bar. like, "Listen, you watch your he mouth, goes, or I'll right, beat your ass." You and yeah, they start getting to the point where they're about to knock each other's lights out. And all and then of a the sudden, sheriff comes in. He didn't come in yet, because I think what happened was what stopped them was the dude came in and goes, "Where's my oh, son?" That's right. Yes. Has that's anybody right. seen that hasn't my happened son? Yet I don't. He's think. like, "Has anybody seen my son?" And they're like, "What?" And so they all go out looking for the kid, right? Mm-hmm. And Terry O'Quinn, the sheriff's already got him. And he found sheriff him. Sheriff Joe. Yep. Found his kite and covered when, in blood. When dad gets there, he's like, is that my son over by the gazebo? And he's like, don't go over there. Don't look at him. He's like, you let me look at my son. And John Locke's like, you motherfucker, you are not going to look at your son. And the dad's like, if you put your hands on me again, I will rip your throat out. None of that really happened, but that was the idea. Basically the atmosphere. And the yeah. dude just took off, and, and he came across his son. And this is good acting. Who is this guy? That um, acting, when he... Because this know. is what I love. This is what I loved about this movie. This movie is not overly gory. This is not overly no, horrific not. in that regard. And in this scene, really, the only thing we anything, saw really. was on the, um, the kite. Yeah, he didn't show it. Or from the distance, you could see like the lump of whatever was there. Yeah, but when yeah. he gets there, all we watch is the dad's reaction. And that's just, that is what has to give us the idea of how horrific it is what he's looking at. And when we can imagine it's a werewolf that just got a, 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 a hold of this boy, mm-hmm. like you can already see it in your head what it looks like just by the way he's acting, dude. This dude did an awesome... I, I love oh, this yeah, scene. Dude. I thought it was awesome. He did a good job throughout the whole movie because there were some other scenes like when yeah. he's talking to the sheriff in the bar. Yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah. That whole monologue. So, um, yeah. But yeah, his name, happens, is, uh, his name is Kent Brad uh, Broadhurst um, and he really wasn't... didn't do much, dude. He had a... Um, uh, a, a bit role in Leon the Professional. He was for, billed as first policeman. He was in The Verdict. I've never heard of that. Uh, uh, Brubaker and Silver Bullet. Those are his biggest uh, yeah, dude. credits. But he was good. You know what? I wonder if maybe he was more of a stage actor or something. I don't know. Now it's the funeral. Yes, the funeral for uh, for Brady. Funeral for a friend. Yep. yep. And uh, this is weird, right? There was this part where so they're leaving and and uncle's like i'm gonna i'm gonna take marty i'm gonna hang yeah. out with marty right because they have a close close bond you know they're they have a really close bond with each other mm-hmm. and as he's pushing him away he's like how you doing he's like how do you think i'm doing he's, <laughs> upset. Like, yeah. he's a kid dude <laughs> that's weird um but he takes him so takes him for joy right yeah trying to get his mind off yeah Good yeah uncle. they're driving around talking um, and we saw, uh, and they're just, they're discussing the murders. What could have happened? And this and is the first time that he says, "What? What if it's something else? What if it's, what if it's, it's not human? What if it's not a person?" He's like, "Wait, what are you talking about, Marty?" <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "Well, Doc." <laughs> um, but where did that idea of a werewolf just spontaneously come? He's out a of kid, air, dude. He's a kid, and he heard how his brother, how the, these people have been killed. They've all been shredded, and it's been it's been yeah, working its true. way to a full moon coming up. So yeah, yeah I mean I he's a kid. Um, I don't know. It just felt like it came out of thin air. It's okay. He's a kid, dude. Fuck kids. I wasn't that creative <laughs> as a kid. 
Now, when does so where does it go from here? Does this is this it where it goes back to, the, to bar? the bar? Now we're in the bar. Now we're getting our private justice scene. Yes. Now they're these guys are like fuck you, cops. You're not doing your jobs, and the they're, cops they're are like to go out. You remember Halloween Kills? Yeah, that's what they're about to do. Yeah, our, basically same thing. What does he say tonight? Justice comes to no. What was it? What, what was their thing that they said in that? Oh, in Halloween? Yeah, it was nonstop. I don't know. It was, it was a, a couple. little much. Uh, I don't. I don't know. There was, and then there was the weird speech that he gave. <sighs> I'm gonna swing old Huckleberry here. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so they're fighting. He's like, "You guys, you fucking cops suck," and the cops are like, "You guys are citizens. I want you to go home." And he's like, "No, we are gonna do this our way. We're bringing the the." The justice. Y'all ain't doing own. shit. You and don't even have a fingerprint. John Locke steps up and he's like, "You motherfuckers, who do you think you are? Mm-hmm. Do you see this badge I'm wearing? Do you see this cock I'm swinging? I'm the law of this land, motherfuckers. Go home." And I thought they were gonna go home. Yeah, so did I. And they're like, "Fuck you, bitch!" And they all start running out the door. And, and well, no, what happens well, is yeah, you Dad gotta explain why, dude. Well, no, he was already in the bar. No, but he he steps in. He like steps, well, steps in. He into steps the, into up. The scene, yes. And he's like, "You know what, Sheriff? You're right. You're 100 percent right." And he starts going off on this little thing, and Come he starts here and talk to these men about private. Justice. Then he talks about his son, and he's like, "You know, I understand where you're coming from." And he's like, "You motherfucker, you don't understand where I'm coming from." Gets riled up again, and the men yeah. are like, "Let's get him!" And all of a sudden, everyone's running out. And the priest is like, "No, no, we have to, to be calm. We have to be yeah. calm." And everybody's like, "No, fuck this! We're gonna kill whoever it is." So they all go out a hunting. So baseball bats, guns, but let me ask: shotguns, pitchforks. What were they going out there looking for? A man, or a person, or a beast? How did they know that the man was gonna be okay? Nobody knows it, even thinks that it's a beast. Nobody thinks that except the kid, right? A person. A person. Who's to say the person's going to be out in the woods right then and there when you're there? Who's to say the person you're looking for is not part of your group when they're just blended in right now? Maybe they're going to start one spot and make their way down. That's where they started. I don't know. That was they're going to make their way across the town. Come uh, on, Stephen King. They came across the misty bogs. The mist is like coming up to their, their <laughs> oh, fucking shins. Yeah, dude. dude. And some of the dialogue here is like, oh, God. What, are you going to make lemonade in your pants? Yeah. Oh, I ain't scared. He's like, oh, maybe, maybe we should leave. This is not looking too good. And then the one guy's like, guys, guys, I think he's here. And Something they're like, what the hell are you mist. talking about? Yes, that's exactly what happens. Yep. One, uh, the main guy, Andy's like, what the hell are you talking about? And he's like, He's in the mist. All of a sudden, one dude just fucking gets pulled back and like thrown against a tree, dude. Like, holy shit. And they're like, oh, God. And this one dude's like, I can't move. I can't move. And then somebody grabs the one dude that stopped initially, right? Grabs him and pulls him down. And you hear all this roar and and screaming. And the dude comes out. He comes out of the water a little bit. And you see half his face is missing. The hand comes back up and brings him down. These people are just, holy shit. One dude's got a baseball (laughs) back that says, what's it say? Um, Oh, I don't remember. Says uh, um, Peace, some peacemaker, isn't peacemaker, it? the peacemaker, yeah, 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 something yeah. like that. Uh, this old man's like, oh shit, and he gets taken out, and basically everyone there gets eviscerated. Yeah, in this small group, and you're like, what? Not everybody, because Andy, oh Mr. Yeah. Tough, Mr. Tough Andy's like, oh, this ain't good. Let me get out of here. <laughs> he mm-hmm. just takes off running. <laughs> he doesn't stay around to kill what he said he was going out to kill, yeah, Mr. Know, Justice. What an asshole. Yeah, once he finds out what it actually is, yeah. So he takes off. Anyway, yes. And then I think it goes the from next here day to the funeral. 
scene, their funerals. We had their funerals too. Yes, I all those people. Their funerals. Yes, okay, because this is um, this is where um, Reverend, uh, what's his name, Low, has his dream. Yes, he's giving right from them being murdered to to the funeral. Oh, it's the dream. It's not an actual funeral. Yeah, no. That's but, why. Well, that's what they bring you into. You yeah, think you, it's this funeral scene. You see, you see the church. Everyone's there, mm-hmm. and he's giving up. He's giving a sermon, and he's talking. And he's like, "I wish I could give you guys hope and how bad this is." You know, sometimes we're tested and this kind of thing. And uh, the dad of Brady's just like, "Oh, you think so?" He's like challenging him, right? And the mm-hmm. the priest is like, "Well." Um, yeah, like, um, uh, we have to, we have to believe in the higher power. He's like trying to do his thing. Right. And he's like, Oh yeah. And you look over and all of a sudden the dad's turning into a werewolf and everyone in the fucking like congregations turning into a werewolf, including the sheriff, which was awesome. Yeah. dude. I thought this was cool. This was a very cool way. I love, I love this style of werewolf transformation. See a little bit cut away, cut back more. See, cut it was away, easy cut to back do even this more. because there was so much going on in the scene that you were afforded the opportunity. I to love cut that. Away. I love because, that. Because again, they avoided that. Um, they avoided the thirty-two minute long wolf transformation scene from yeah. the howling. Now we do get some later on. Yes, but, but again, it's it's real quick. And again, well, it's not oversaturated. We'll talk about that when we get there because I got comments on that too. So so this happens, and all of a sudden the priest wakes up. Yes, and he's in, in the sweats. Yes. And now it's the next day. Yep. And the family's driving because they're going to where the carnival is. Mm-hmm. And they get there and they see it's closed. The carnival's closed and they're like, because what the everything hell? that's going on. Because yes. everybody's getting murdered. They're like, we can't even have a carnival now. Yes. Ruin it for everybody. Mm-hmm. And no fireworks. <sighs> and he's like, what the fuck kind of bullshit is this, Dude, because he's looking forward to the fireworks. And Jane's like, oh, poor Marty can't get his way. And mom's like, you... Bitch, I swear to God, one more word, I'm going to punch you right across the face. Pumpkin, pumpkin, remember what your mother said. Mind your mother. And then they leave. Right? Oh, Jesus. Um, and then uh, Uncle So-and-So is there, right? Uncle Uncle Red. Uncle, Uncle Red's hanging out with them Uncle later Red. at the house. <laughs> I have the name written down here wrong. It says Uncle Joe, but Joe's the sheriff. <laughs> It's Uncle Red. <laughs> Uncle Joe for oh, Grandpa Joe. Um, so Red's like, here, kid, don't worry. I know uh, I know this sucks for you, but we're going to make your life even better. Mm-hmm. Your little wheelchair, check this out. I turned it into... Oh, he built him a new one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because he'd been working on this, and Marty had been looking forward to getting it. It's like a it fucking motorcycle. Bro. Silver bullet on the side, fucking flames. I get it. It's cool. Not practical and not realistic. Not practical, not realistic. But it's okay and for this movie. I don't know. I feel like you would have caught a lot of flack for that at school. <laughs> he uh, So he says, listen, he goes, uh, this thing goes real fast, but don't do it around your mom. Why yeah. don't you go ahead and take it for a spin? And so he does, and he's just fucking flying. Holy shit. He's like, Brah! and his uncle's like, that stupid bastard's going to kill himself. <laughs> you know no I mean? helmet, no nothing. Yeah. And Marty's like, can I get it to 85, Doc? Can I get it to 85? He's uh, whipping around cars and going past houses. And I'm like, I'm like nobody, everybody knows who this kid is in this town. Nobody's like yeah. not seeing this right now. And right. is he going to say something to his mom next right. time they see her? Like, oh, I like his new fucking ride. What are you talking about? You allow him to drive that thing? My um, God. He brings it back. He's like, okay, listen, you can't do that. If your mom sees you go there too fast, she's going to kill me. All right. Mm-hmm. 
Also, uh, I got something else for you. Come over here. And he opens his trunk and he pulls out a suitcase full of med mescaline and fucking mm. drugs. And yeah, no, you know kidding. the briefcase in, in uh, the trunk in uh, Fear and Loathing. Exactly. No, it's a bag full of fireworks. He's like, you know, I know, I know, you couldn't do fireworks, but here, enjoy this. Make sure you do it. You know, stay close to the house. Don't go out in the wilderness. Just we know what's going on out yep. there. Keep your keep your speed under eighty five. We'll all be good and uh, have a good time. He goes, but also. Pay attention. These are all all right, but this one right here, this Save is the kicker. The this is the rocket, right? And he has this mm-hmm. rocket. He's like, oh, sweet. He goes, remember what you promised? Stay close to the house. Don't go too fast. He's like, I promise. Cut tonight. Marty's fucking sneaking, sneaking out. out the window, dragging his, his legs behind him. And let me ask you something. Who puts this kind of beam, this structure beam along the side of the house unless you want your kid who's paraplegic to sneak out the window? Whoa. What kind of beam was that? That's like fucking lighting beams. You know what I mean? Was it a beamer? I thought it was, it was like, like the those, lattice. Those try no, there's a legit that's what he walks. He goes down. Yeah. Huh. Um, <laughs> and it's so well, conveniently onto a platform that allows him to scoot yeah, himself but, but Chris, into the bike. You gotta understand. It was in the script. Of course. It was called for. So it's okay. Of course. He takes off, mm-hmm. immediately disobeying his uncle. Looks like fucking Joe Swanson. <laughs> Speeding down the, the highway. Let the At motors night, running. Let the fucking wind fly through his hair. Head out on the highway. Looking for adventure. Whatever comes my way. Welcome dan, to the danger dan, zone. Dan. <laughs> um, so he makes his way out to this like little like bog area, and it's got those like the little bridges that are wooden. You know what I mean? But it's yeah, got yeah, like the yeah. little little alcoves on the side that you can kind of sit there and yeah, look like out a, over uh, the water. Yeah. So he drives it up there, and he's like, "All right, let's light out these fireworks." And he's one at a time watching them. He's like, "Yeah, go ahead, do it." He doesn't think somebody's gonna come out and like stop him or catch him. Like, there's a fucking curfew in place, kid. Yeah, and fireworks are going off. Yeah, right? they they're so quiet knows where too. You are. Those fireworks were so quiet. I'm like, oh, that's not. Well, his uncle got the there. extra quiet one, so oh, he didn't piss off his mom. Um, but they were loud enough to awaken something, because out of the shadows <gasps> comes a beast. You said it. <laughs> From parts unknown, weighing in at 385 pounds, enter the werewolf. And now we know it's a werewolf. werewolf. He just attracted the werewolf. And now we know it's a werewolf. I mean, we've Mm -hmm. seen little flashes here, but now we get this werewolf. And he's like, oh, shit. And Marty grabs the rocket and lights it and points it at the werewolf. And it shoots across and smashes into his left eye. Yes. Damn. His left, our right. Mm -hmm. Starts howling. He's screaming. And. Marty's like, I'm out of here. Hightails oh, he takes it. off, dude. Gets back. He's terrified, too, when he's on his way back home. He's, like, looking behind him and shit. You know what I mean? And dude, I was I waiting. Too, man. I was waiting to see that fucking wolf just come running after Could him. you imagine, dude? <laughs> Didn't happen. That like, would cool. shit. So he calls his uncle, wakes mm-hmm. him up, and Uncle Red's like, what do you want, Marty? And he's like, Marty's like, Uncle Red, it's a werewolf. And Red's like, Go to bed. You're an idiot. <laughs> and Red's new girlfriend's like, who the hell was that? And he's like, prank caller. <laughs> you know, he's just standing there talking to him. <laughs> uh, but okay. <laughs> um, Marty's upset. So yep. he talks to his sister the next day. Mm-hmm. He's like, listen, this is what happened. And she's like, I don't know if I can believe you. But the narrator her goes, this was the first time I thought I could ever believe my brother. 
<laughs> she goes, I don't know if I believed everything, but I know he believed it all. Mm-hmm. So she said, I'm going to help him, right? She's going to do, she's going to go covert. She's going undercover. Yeah. She grabs herself a shopping cart. It's fucking smart, bro. Fills it with some plastic bottles and cans, glass bottles, and starts going all around town to ask people if they have any to donate, right? Mm-hmm. Well, because, I think she was already going to do that anyway. So yeah. it's just kind of like, it she, I, I feel like she does do, do it that. regardless, right? Like yeah. she does it. Yeah. I think, um, so she's doing it and people are like, oh, sure, we'll give you bottles. And it's, she's not just trying to raise money. She's she wants to visit something. everybody. Mm-hmm. And she wants to see whose eye is hurt, whose left yes. eye is damaged. And I love this scene because when she first starts going to these people's houses, like the first lady looks in through the window through one eye and you, it's her, her, the wrong eye. So you know you've got to wait till she opens the door. And when she does, it's this kind of close up and it's very kind of uncomfortable, right? Yeah, and as it all happens, you're like, Holding your breath, and then like, oh, and then he, then you hear her, from around the corner. Comes. Who's that? Well, it's little old Jane from down the street. She's collecting all them bottles. Well, hello, Jane. And the head comes around the corner real slow, real tight, again, uncomfortable, mm-hmm. and one eye, and then the other. And you're like, oh, relief. God. She's going by and collecting from people. She gets to a barber shop. Hey, y'all, and they turn around, and oh, no, Jane, we, we don't got no bottles here. And she notices there's somebody sitting in a chair with a towel on his face, so she can't see his eye. It's the invisible man, dude. She walks in there and lifts the towel, and it's Andy. She's like, mm-hmm. Mr. So-and-so, you got any of the b- bottles? And he's just like, no, bitch, leave me alone. I need my beauty sleep. So she wraps his face back up for him, and then he leaves. You see him like shaking his head when she left, like, Jesus Christ, stupid kid. <laughs> I love little things like that. Those little nuances little, in a yeah. movie where that dude, like he knew his Took character would do that. To, you know what I mean? Think of that. Yes. I love that shit. Um, so she keeps collecting. She's going around. Nobody, nobody, nobody. Then she gets to the church. She's like, you know what? I know they usually have them here. And so she sees the priest out there and he's no, gardening. No, no, that's who she's collecting the cans and bottles for. Oh. That's why she went to the garage to put them in the garage. That's right. The other she got, I thought says, she, that's right. he tells him, bring me your tally sheet. That's right. She's bringing them back there. And uh, he's gardening, and he's faced away from her. And as the camera pans around him, dun, 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 the priest is the werewolf. So if you go back and watch this, I watched this a second time. It's really cool and interesting to see and watch him throughout this movie because there's moments where it seems like he's just scared and nervous because he doesn't know how to handle the crowd or what's going on in the town. Um, But you look at it through this other lens of he's actually just scared. He doesn't want to get like hunted down. He doesn't want to get He's hunted try down. To survive. Um, he doesn't want anybody to catch on to him. He so doesn't want to have to keep killing everybody. Yeah, it's uh, very. It's interesting to see it through that kind of lens. Yeah. The second time. So she's in there and she's like, "What's going on in here? Why does it smell?" And she notices something under some of the bottles, mm-hmm. and she moves. Oh the bottles. no, she uh, she trips backwards because the mouse comes out to scare her. Ah, that's and the what bottles it is. and the cans roll all over, and it reveals the peacemaker. Dun dun dun. The broken bat peacemaker. It's got some bite marks in it. It's splintered. And she's just like, holy shit. So here's what I like about this. Ready? Not only do we get confirmation that Marty's right. Um, and she, she knows that Sky's eyes hurt. But there's still a level of doubt in her head. Because she didn't see the, the werewolf. She's just going based on what her brother says. True. So you know what I mean? There's nothing still in her mind that's concrete about anything. Until. But now she sees the bat. Now she knows that the hand on her the shoulder. pastor at least killed 
those people. Not just yet. She's just like, why is this here? The hand comes on her shoulder. She turns around. There's the pastor. Mm-hmm. Patch over his eye. It's bandaged, not patch. Bandaged. Yes. And she's just like, oh, fuck. This dude's the werewolf. And, and she's cornered. She slowly stands up. And he's like, you all right? What's the matter? You look weird. You look like you're not feeling good. And she's like, I might be dehydrated. I'm not feeling good being out in the sun all day. And he's like, oh, uh, how is your brother doing, by the way? And she's like, <gasps> My brother, she's, she's, he, 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 he's okay. <laughs> Today, Junior, <laughs> and she, he goes, yeah. Well, uh, send him my regards, and she's just like, all right, I'm out of here, and she runs out, and manages she, to get away. Thank God. Yeah, and now she's like, holy fuck, this is for real, for real. Mm-hmm. And they, they have Red, right? They, it's a, the three of them are with Red. Yep, they're discussing with Red what and they Red's think like, is what's going what on. What the fuck is wrong with you? He looks at her like, you're the one that's supposed to be level-headed. You're the Saint, you're Saint Jane. <laughs> yeah, you're Polly, something Polly. Polly something, but no, I like Saint Jane better. Yeah, yeah uh, I, get, I would expect it from this one. He's like fucking thumbing his way over <laughs> at, at Marty. And Marty's like, you're an asshole, Uncle so-and-so, Red. And then they're basically like, you got to believe us. You got to believe us. He's like, I'm not going to believe you. You're an idiot. Um, or <laughs> then they no, go, that didn't then, happen just yet, did it? Yeah, I believe that's what happened. And then, then, and then they go to the church and they're watching him as he's painting a the thermometer. That's what it was. He says, really? Somebody who just got hurt in the eye is going to be in the hospital yeah. or dead. They're not going to be out painting a the thermometer that's at the right. church. That's right. He's like, I knew you wouldn't believe me, you son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, and he agrees to talk to Sheriff Joe, right? Yeah. From here, we go to the baseball game. Um, where Marty's watching baseball. That's right. Uh, his friends invite him along, I think, for what a soda. He's yeah. He's sitting outside, like he's in his his on his little motorized motorcycle, there, silver bullet, and he's uh, he's on the outside of the fence watching the game. The game end, and you could see him watching their legs, right? Yeah. Which is a sad scene, kind of. Um, and he's watching this go down, and he basically is like, uh, the kids are like, hey, we're gonna go get a, we're going to the the you know to the the go get some soda pop. You guys want to come down to the the, the fountain and get a soda pop? <laughs> And he's like, no, you guys go ahead. I think I'm just going to run home. <laughs> <laughs> I love this scene because we get a shot of Marty sitting there. And then from behind oh, the him, car pulls the up. car pulls up. It's beautiful the way that's set. Gorgeous. The music cuts to him in the car. You hear the ding, you know. And that's what I was talking about. Different cuts, the way they filmed it with the, the music. So many good little spots throughout this entire thing. Uh, so Marty's riding his little yep. thing home, and all of a sudden, here comes the preacher behind him. Yep. And Marty notices him, and he starts to speed up. Preacher starts chasing him down, and they get to this bridge, and Marty's trying to get across. Preacher gets up behind, up next to him and just fucking tries to swerve him off the road. Yeah, Bangs, dude. like, literally sideswipes him. Mm-hmm. He kind of bashes in there, and Marty, you know, tries to get away. Preacher comes back again and bumps him from behind. Marty's still trying to get away. He ends up losing the preacher for a minute. Mm-hmm. Finds this little covered bridge, right? It's, it's closed. It's closed, so he breaks through the little thing and gets keeps going, runs out of gas in the middle of yep. it. In the bridge. And then the preacher comes up behind him. Well, the preacher the got stuck in the dirt, too, yeah. so we didn't know if he was going to come or not. Right. And we're watching and we're watching, and then here good. comes his car. That was oh. great buildup, dude. Great tension buildup. Then also to watch him slowly walk and talk to him. Mm-hmm. He's like squeezing his hands, getting pissed off at him. And he's like, the you way know, that actor delivered them. He's like, you know, dude. I can't, I can't have you going around, you know, messing mm-hmm. things up for me. And Marty's like, he's like, listen, I won't say anything. I promise. He's like, no, you don't understand. And he said something about how like 
he had to kill the one lady because suicide's a sin. And that's why he did it because he, he killed her and took excuse. her life, but he made sure to save her soul. Her, her and what about everybody soul. else he killed? Yeah, exactly. It doesn't work. And just because you can justify one killing doesn't mean you can justify them all. All of a sudden, on the other side of the bridge, is a, a farmer comes out of his fields, and Marty starts screaming for him. Yep. And I don't know how he heard Marty's Marty's tiny little screams over that engine that he's literally sitting on top of, but he heard him. Mm-hmm. He stops his shit and comes back to see what's going on, and the preacher preacher had already run off and left before the guy got there. Yep, he's like, "I need your help." So now, <laughs> Marty, it's dark in there. <laughs> now he's meeting with them, right? <laughs> And he's like, uh, so now Red is with the with 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 uh, Marty and Jane. Yep. And, and they're looking at his bike. It, they're looking he, at his bike, and he's like, "Let me." Damage. He's like, "Let me take a look at this bike." And he comes around, and he notices the damage, and he looks at Jane, and he goes, "Do me a favor. Uh, can you tell me what the color of Preacher's car is?" Jane's like, "It's blue. This blue." Dun dun dun. And then Red's like, "God damn it! All right, I'm gonna go talk to the sheriff real quick." Yep. And he's like, hey, John Locke, I got to talk to you. John Locke's like, what's going on? He says, I'm busy with polar bears on a tropical island, but I suppose I can fit you in. Let's go. <laughs> he's like, hey, this is what's going on. I know it sounds fucking crazy, but there was a bash on the car. Can you just go take a look at his car and see, you know, talk to him and see if there's any damage to his car? Yep. And Sheriff's like, yeah, I'll go do that. Thanks. I owe you one. They do their handshake and he takes off. Because, you know, they probably grew up together. It's that yes, kind of town, town, right? Dude. He went to a friend and said, hey, can you give me, do me a favor here, right? So he goes and uh, it's nighttime. Mm-hmm. And sheriff's got to the to the church and he's walking around looking. He goes in the garage Comes and he finds the car. the car and he finds the dent and he sees the silver and red scrapes from Marty's mm-hmm. silver bullet. Which this 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 wheelchair, you know what this wheelchair reminds me of? This is another reason it reminds me of it. Reminds me of uh Hi Ho Silver Hi-ho Away. Silver, silver. Yeah. Away. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny, huh? Yeah. Silver and silver bullet. Yep. Um so yeah, so he sees this. He's like, "Shit!" He gets up, and uh, all of a sudden, what's going on, Sheriff? What are you doing in my garage? <laughs> and there's the preacher, and he's uh, he's approaching him. He's like, "Oh well, uh, <laughs> what's going on, preacher? I was uh, coming by to see uh, how you doing. Did you get my yeah. donations? Uh, when's the next baking sale? What's going on? God uh, be the glory. And all glory of be God. <laughs> all of a sudden, he's like. I know what you're doing here, and I'm going to kill you. And he turns into a werewolf, and he fucking well, attacks him. he beats him. him with a fucking baseball bat, dude. And when he hits him for the first time, damn, yeah. dude, he splits the dude's head wide open. And we see, like, a transformation happening. Mm-hmm. A little rough Which, in this time. Yes, but because, it's okay. again, this is the second werewolf movie in a row now where we get partial monkey costume for yeah, werewolf transformation. I saw it. It's okay. Whatever. Um, I looked past it because there were other times when it was better. Yes. So it was all right. Well, and even within the scene, there were still some cool cool shots and things that yeah. they did. Um but again, we didn't get a 32-minute long no. transformation Quick. scene. And the guy had to lay there during the transformation, so it made sense. He got his head bashed. He couldn't go anywhere. And then you he know? gets killed. Yep. And then... Um, that was very lackluster for poor uh, yeah. poor John Locke. So now back to, to Red and the, and the kids, and they're like, see, do you believe us now? Mm-hmm. We told so-and-so to go Where look for him, and been? now he's disappeared. And yeah. Uncle Red's still like, you know, I mean, I know all these things kind of look like it could be but they could also be explained so that doesn't make any sense don't be an idiot he's like no we need you to help us out and he's like can you do me a favor turn this into a silver bullet yeah gives them a chain with a crucifix and jane's like you know what use mine too mm-hmm. and he's like all right you guys are stupid but i'll go get this done <laughs> so he goes to a gunsmith that's in town who also makes bullets he's a silversmith mm-hmm. and so we watch him melt down the silver, 
pour it into the molding and make a silver bullet, which was pretty cool. Yeah. And to put it in the with the casing with the gunpowder. Like we watched yeah, them actually make it, right? Yeah. Not just the actual bullet itself. Um so he's like, here's your silver bullet. And Busey's like, sweet, thank you. And uh he's like, you know, he's never gonna shoot this thing. What the heck would you shoot with this thing? And the the, <laughs> the silversmith is like a werewolf? He says, I hope not a werewolf. You stupid cunt. Don't you know the stories? Well, this guy's from the old country. Yeah. Or should I say the dark country? The dark country. <laughs> so now they're like, all right, cool. Um, I'm going to, Uncle Red's like, I'm going to convince your parents to go out of town. They mm-hmm. won a trip. Well, I, he I, won it, gave it yeah, to them. I, I won a trip and I'm going to give it to them. And uh, I'm going to take care of you guys. And uh, while they're away, we're going to have to kill this thing because Marty's like, I think he's going to kill me. I need you guys to stay around. And they're like, all right, fine, Marty. So now it's nighttime. It's the next full moon, which yes. also happens to be Halloween. Halloween. Yes. So they're at the house waiting for something to happen. Mm-hmm. Nothing's happening. Red's like, all right, I think this is uh, kind of dumb. And then all of a sudden the girl screams. Jane's like, oh, my God, I saw a werewolf in the window. And Uncle Red's like, all right, let me go check. And he's looking out the window. And I was waiting for something to come, but nothing comes. Yep. No no jump scares, no no attacking werewolf. And he turns around. He's like, you know what? I got to be the world's biggest jackass. And he opens the, the revolver and pulls a silver See, bullet this out. this is interesting. Pause a second. Because when I watched this scene. And I'm going to let it keep recording. Huh? <laughs> Fuck you. You said pause um, a second. <laughs> I... I had a completely different um, way I saw this. I thought he was going to reveal that he was also a vampire. A vampire? Or not a werewolf. Vampire, a werewolf, yes. Because he's like, you know what? He says, I'm getting this strange feeling coming over me. <laughs> Fuck this And he thing. starts taking the bullet out of the gun. You're like, and I'm like, oh, no. I'm like, <laughs> he's a werewolf, too. You watch too much M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> and then <laughs> I thought that's what was going to happen. Yeah, I get it. Um, but it doesn't. Right, because nope. he's just like, uh, you guys are, are idiots. And they're like, no, you got to believe us. And then all of a sudden, the werewolf bashes through the wall from behind him. Mm-hmm. And he gets all freaked out, and he drops the bullet, and it goes into a grate. Yep. And Marty's like, no. And he goes diving for it, and he's trying to get his hands inside the grate. And Jane's like, you got to get the bullet, Marty. And Uncle Red's trying to fight off this werewolf. And <laughs> Jane's like, get off around, of him. Dude. And the werewolf turns around and starts to attack Jane. And, and Uncle Red's like, don't you touch her. And he's fighting her back. And Jane grabs the gun and throws it to Marty. She's like, Marty, you need to shoot him. And Marty's just trying to pull the bullet out and the werewolf's attacking attacking Uncle Red some more and throwing him across the room. And then Marty grabs the gun and puts the bullet in and fucking shoots him right through the other eyeball. Yes. Perfect shot. Yes. And then all of a sudden, (laughs) Uncle Red sits up from behind the couch. He's like, what I miss? What I miss? (laughs) And there's the dude just slowly transforming back into a man. Yep. Every... Every cliche close up that you ever get in tr- <laughs> Halloween of a transformation or, 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 werewolf, werewolf trans yes in the 80s is we're getting here. here obviously it's in reverse right but we're getting the elongated feet going back to normal the elongated hands and nails going back to normal and again it's not so the many best, shots of the hair pulling back it's into not the body bad dude it's not no, bad not like, at all like last week dude. yeah not at all so he's dead mm-hmm. except boom no he's not no! then a quick jump scare but then he's dead. <laughs> okay randy i loved it dude i loved it though i was like oh that's so good that's so classic um and that's the story yeah basically 
And she talks about that. You know, that was the story. That was the end of the killings. Thank you for sitting through my and story. This is, uh, have a good night. Yeah, this Basically. is how it was. You know, um, I love my brothers. The first time I ever told him I loved them. First time he ever told him he loved me. We made out a little bit. And then um, What that is it was with it. you and this girl making out with her brother, dude? Because <laughs> I looked like that shit was about to go down. I was like, slow down, kids. <laughs> Corey Haynes like, come here, little lady. Um, but that's it. Howling. Or not Howling. <laughs> Silver <laughs> Bullet is done. <laughs> what do we got for tidbits? Um <laughs> Are you going to be able to get through tidbits, or are you, you okay over there? My God. Um, so uh, you do realize this was another Dino De Laurentiis movie, right? Yes. Um, infamous for working throughout the 80s with Stephen King. Yep. Making films out of his uh, his, his uh, stories. Um, when I was watching this, this isn't really a tidbit. This is just comments. Um, this felt very much like the adult version of Goosebumps. I can see that. I could see it. It was very fun. It was very playful. Um, it was dark and gory and gritty where it needed to be, but it didn't overdo it. Yep. Um, but yeah, it felt like a goosebump story almost. I agree. Very much. Even with the music. The music, too. Um, so I guess uh, Gary Busey ad-libbed a lot of his lines. Um, <laughs> I, could believe, I believe that. So much so that uh, director Daniel... So much so... Ha-ha! That uh, uh, director Daniel um, Atias, I don't know if that's how you pronounce his name, but uh, he had to go and check with Stephen King to make sure that it was okay. Like <laughs> every the time. amount that he was ad libbing. That's amazing. Um, I guess they started shooting this film without a werewolf costume. And Interesting. It took three months for them to get the costume done. Wow. Yeah, I guess they used real bear hair. Wow. For the costume. <laughs> crazy especially yeah. if you're not going to see the whole thing all at once in like broad daylight mm-hmm. interesting yeah um i guess uh how this differs from the book i guess the book takes place over the course of a year whereas this uh takes place over the course of a couple months interesting kind of it down okay yeah. so it'd be interesting to read the story i believe yeah. i have this one. i want to read it i definitely want to yeah. read it i love how it wasn't when you see the the uh the titles it's not a novella it's a novelette that's what they called it back in the day? Or is no, novella and novella the two different, two different things, things for real? It's, it depends on the length of the story. Really? Yes. So there's a novel, a novelette, and a novella. Novella, then it goes to short story, and then I think there's even one I think there's even one more thing in there. Actually, if you give me one second, it's I can called a limerick. It on my phone. I have a picture of it. <laughs> it's called a riddle. A, a riddle. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> um so right here you have a novel, which is forty thousand words or over. Okay, you have a novella, which is 17,500 oh, okay. words to 40,000 words. A novelette is 7,500 uh, to 17,500. And then short story is anything under 7,500. Interesting. Yeah, interesting how Very it breaks nice. down, yeah, to get technical for a then second. Then one-sentence one stories. Yeah, I don't know what you consider. Oh, that's a flash fiction. Yes. Anything under 1,000. One sentence. That, yeah, one sentence, one sentence, scary stories. I remember hearing just one semicolons. No, I remember <laughs> hearing one. Uh, it's a, the scariest, shortest, the shortest, scariest story there was. The last living person on Earth hears a knock at the door. Ooh, done. Damn, that, I think I have heard that one. That's Some a shit good like that, one, dude. <laughs> anyway, um, any more tidbits? Anyway. That was it. Um, no, I think there was one other thing I was going to mention. Um, oh, alternate um, casting world. 
um, I guess John Candy was considered for the role of Uncle Red, which is interesting because Uncle Buck. Uncle Buck. Uncle Buck is Uncle Red. It would have been really interesting. I could to see, see John him Candy being that, that though. He wouldn't have been as crazy and eccentric, and I don't know how well he would have played the drunk part. But he, I could see him being like I, oh, but taking good, thing, though, you know, I've him seen, and the kid. I haven't seen full movies, but I've seen some scenes with John Candy that are serious fucking scenes, and the dude can act. Oh, I know. So if He's he awesome. took, if he took Uncle Buck and spun it in a very serious manner, I think his movie. I think it would have been great. Dude. I could see it. I think it would have been great. But Gary Busey was awesome. Nice. He was awesome. Anyway, that's all I have for today, Chris. Well. That's all I got. There you go. And that's Silver Bullet. Yes. And this has been Out of the Shadows. What do we have for next week? Um, next week, we are wrapping up 1985. Do we have something planned for the following month? Um, Not yet. I Talk about it off. I think we had some things loosely that we were kicking around. I don't think we planned it yet, but we'll let you know next week. Um, but anyway, next week we will be coming back and discussing one that I am ashamed to admit that I have not seen, Reanimator. Yes. I love this movie. Yeah? It's going to be fun. Good. It'll be interesting to see what you think of it, but I, I, for me, I like it. I like it a lot. Good. So, Do we know where, Is it streaming? Uh, so I it believe on it's on Shudder. Yeah, is you it? can get okay. it on Shudder. Um, cool. So there you go. There so you watch the movie and come and listen to us next week and you can come in fresh. Yeah, and hopefully next week there'll be video because for this yeah. one there isn't video, yeah. which sucks. Technical, goddamn fuck. We need to get a goddamn new intern, dude. We got to do something, man. These technical difficulties are killing us, bro. I don't know. Killing us. I don't know. It's goddamn college kids these days. Fucking A. Anyway. All right, I'm out of here. Um, so once again, thanks so much for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Make sure to head over to our social media. Hit them up, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, OOTS Pod, or Out of the Shadows Podcast. And before we're out, Jim, what else you got to say? Um, uh, what happened to Shutter? Or not Shutter, uh, the Slash Wrap. And with that, <laughs> remember, keep your eye on the shadows. <laughs>